This is This Week Above the Fold, your new weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is February 8th. I'm Emma Irwin. I have Kelly Miller, Associate Director of Client Services at Flywheel Digital here with me. Today, we're going to cover Amazon's Q4 earning report, Amazon Fresh's expansion pause, and some interesting private label grocery findings. So for story number one, Amazon's Q4 and overall 2022 annual earnings report. High level, what are your key takeaways after reading and analyzing this report? In the report released last week, Amazon announced its slowest year of growth since its start as a public company. It's not wholly surprising, though, as Amazon is comparing itself to COVID performance, while consumers are instead returning towards physical retailers instead of online. And there are a few things to note here. So first is that AWS missed its Q4 expectations, which indicates cost sensitivities across businesses that are more spend averse during the economic slowdown. Even during the call, Amazon indicated the environment is in somewhat uncharted territory, as they said currently. So they could not provide any kind of guidance as to long-term expectations for AWS itself. They've also put fresh store expansion on pause, which had been a large initiative in the last few years. We'll get into this more in that second story. It's also interesting to note, though, that while Amazon places small businesses and 3P seller performance as a positive, particularly during the holiday season, we can actually interpret that seller sales have experienced very little growth. While Amazon increased fees for 3P sellers on Amazon, 3P growth in overall revenue grew slower than before, which would indicate that there was a slowdown in overall sales. But on the plus side of things, Amazon advertising revenue grew 19% and outpaced digital leads like Google and Facebook. With all of that, what will Amazon's particular areas of focus be going forward? Definitely finding efficiencies and cutting costs have been huge focus areas for Amazon. They noted some increased efficiencies in fulfillment, and we can also see that this quarter and their announcement of thousands of layoffs. We also expect to see Amazon's further shift to a focus on profitability across its vendors this year. You also have to look at this, though, in light of the right context. The report comes at a time of massive uncertainty in tech, with similar misses from Apple and Alphabet for the last year. So while Amazon missed, it's not out of line with many of its peers. At the end of its annual report, its guidance stated Q1 expectations of 4 to 8% year-over-year growth. However, many analyst projections are slightly lower than that. As always with tech and maybe even more so in this report, there's a ton of uncertainty and certainly more fluctuations to come. The current economic situation is also making things less clear, considering all major economies, with the exception of China, are expected to grow less than 2% this year, and the UK is even anticipating economic shrinkage in 2023. So yes, Amazon's results are maybe not fantastic, but actually nobody's results are that fantastic. And in light of what we're seeing, Amazon ads revenue increasing is actually a huge positive. Let's get into story number two, which is the information's How Amazon's Bricks and Mortar Dreams Hit a Wall article. Can you provide a synopsis of this article for those unaware of what's been happening here? Yeah, so the information's article discusses Amazon's previous focus on physical retail and its recent then shift away from physical stores, which was reflected in the annual earnings call. Even as recent as 2021, Amazon had these big plans to launch at least one big box store. Internally, they called it Project Reese and aimed to launch the store in January of 2023. Now, clearly, we aren't seeing that come to fruition or lots of people would be shopping in Amazon instead of on Amazon. 
In the earnings report, Amazon stated that Amazon Fresh Store expansion is on pause. Amazon stated they're looking to find a differentiated format that works both from a consumer standpoint and also economically for them. So where does Amazon go from here? Physical stores are a tiny, tiny portion of their business. The article noted that over the last five years, Amazon's store growth increased by just $435 million in revenue, which is equivalent to what it's bringing in every three weeks in advertising revenue. The way forward isn't entirely clear either. Amazon Books and four-star stores didn't offer any differentiation from standard stores, and Amazon shifted its focus away from these formats pretty quickly. Now, Amazon Go's Just Walk Out technology is differentiated from others. However, the cost to retrofit physical stores like Whole Foods is just too high to make sense. But Amazon continues to reinforce its commitment to and its interest in grocery, so I'm sure there's more to come in some way. And for story number three, we're looking at a numerator report covering which retailers have the fastest growing private label brands and some other insights. So this is actually a story that's a few months old, but it was news to me, so happy we're covering it. But let's take a step back from fastest growing brands, though, and talk more about some of the other insights in this report first. So starting with grocery, the sector is led by physical retailers, not online. To give an indication here, Amazon's share of total sales of private label is around 3%, whereas smaller format grocery stores like Aldi and Trader Joe's have private label share of 77% and nearly 60% respectively. While small format stores have the highest share of private label, interestingly, Walmart owns four of the top five private label brands. U.S. household penetration for Walmart brands sits as high as 72.7% with a great value brand, which is an absolutely massive figure. So Walmart owns four of the five top private label brands, but a call out on this report is that Amazon's private label brands are growing at a decent rate. Can you analyze where you think Amazon will go in terms of private label share compared to the other retailers in this report? Yeah, so we need to look at household specifically to do that. Within household, the online sector is the only sector that's experiencing what could be considered significant growth in private label. And it makes sense that Amazon would be top of that list with its focus on offering private label home goods. With their reinforcement during the annual earnings call that grocery is still a priority for them, we might actually see an increased focus in developing private label and grocery specifically. Private label is extremely important right now. Consumers are becoming more and more price conscious. Interestingly, actually, high-income households especially are perceiving private label as highly valuable, which reflects a shift to price consciousness across these consumers. Across all income levels, consumers are shifting to an increased focus on cost over brand. So we're likely to see this shift remain while consumers weather the storm of the current economic climate. And last one for you. What is the most interesting story, in your opinion? Amazon's earning reports are always very interesting to me. I think it's interesting to see what they make as their angle for the year and what they kind of view as their next expectations. I think the most interesting thing about it is that because of this current economic situation, there's no real real guidance that they give that makes it clear to consumers or to those reading it what they expect for this year. So it's maybe less telling than in previous years that we've seen. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold, digested for you by our essential digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, Senior Editor and Specialist at Essential. See you next time. 